0: It's Friday, June 25th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. On today's episode, Ottawa-based chiropractor Dr. Stacia Kelly joins us for a chat. We talk Conan O'Brien leaving late-night television, the Montreal Canadiens clinch first Stanley Cup final since 93, and we're re-watching Breaking Bad, plus The Daily Dose with Jen Grant, your comments, and a whole lot more. We begin now. Nope. Why don't we do a take 10? Wait a minute, let's start again.
1: Hello, hello. <laughs>
0: Hi, this is Ron oh, Vogel. This
1: is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post.
2: Guys, this is Christina Walkenstein. This is
1: Eddie Della This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion. You're listening to the, the Julian Dion Comedy Hour <laughs> <laughs> podcast. Who am I talking to? What am I yeah. doing? <laughs> <laughs> Julian <laughs> doing? Dion Comedy <laughs> Hour? You're listening okay. to the.
2: Such a beautiful waste of time. Yes,
0: welcome to the show Where are we? Here we are Good morning, good afternoon, good evening Whenever you're tuning in, we appreciate it Welcome to a brand new episode of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant Where's Jen? She's coming She's getting ready (laughs) Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen Episode 402 Our 402nd episode, that's right, Cigarette Today on the show, Dr. Stacia Kelly Will be joining us for a chat shortly Here's my beautiful and talented partner, Jen Grant Ladies and gentlemen, coming in Coming in hot this morning On a fri Reminding you, of course, if you are uh, watching live on YouTube Go ahead and smash that like button Smash it I said smash it oh you can't hear because i morning Gen Z poo so sorry no worries you do you you do you whenever you want come on no rush absolutely you notice my positive vibes this oh, yeah. morning, my positive disposition?
3: It's throwing me off.
0: I'm a changed person. I said last week, of course, I'll have some off days or some off moments. One could argue I had one or two of these moments yesterday.
3: Well, they could, but.
0: how? Uh, how are you, Jenny G?
3: Pretty good. Pretty good. Feeling good today. How are you, Julesy D?
0: I'm good. Thank you so much for asking. I appreciate oh, it. Sweater oh, showing your shoulder just letting this sh- disheveled. Letting the shoulder uh the uh not shoulder strap but the shoulder sweater shoulder slide off. Mm-hmm. Very sensual. <laughs> Very sensual. Yes, we have Dr. Stacia Kelly that will uh, join us in about 20 minutes. Excited for that.
3: I'm really excited to see her, talk to her, chat. Your mic is really low. For some it's going to be great.
0: Could you do me a favor, mm-hmm. my beautiful Jen, mm-hmm. and eat the mic? Yep. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, and I appreciate you your flexibility with uh, mic distance. Okay. Congratulations to the Montreal Canadiens. This is, uh, I wish, when things like this happen, I wish I was uh, into sports or or part of it part of the excitement for the first time since 93 the canadians are headed to the stanley cup finals
3: cool how many years is that
0: 93 so it would be uh 30 years uh, almost 30 That's years 20 crazy. 28 years
3: i wonder if your dad's pumped
0: and not since uh I mean, they had one of the worst records going in and odds against them, and they've uh, they beat the the Leafs, and then the Winnipeg Jets, and then the Vegas Golden Knights last night, and uh, it's exciting. Although I know I know nothing, I just wish I'm a bandwagon type of sports guy. I've mentioned this before on the show, but uh, I don't watch I don't watch forever. I'm just inherently a Montreal Canadiens fan because of where I grew up and and my dad and stuff. And do you think? And so now they're winning. I'm like, we're winning. We. I'm one of those people that say we are winning. I have nothing to do with it.
3: Meanwhile, you're very, like, it's like the opposite of unconditional love. You're only by their side when they're doing well. So do you know, do you have any idea if they have a chance to actually win?
0: Well, it's going to be against either the New York Islanders... Or uh, Tampa Bay, they're playing tonight for their Game 7.
3: So, oh, okay.
0: So they don't know. But the final starts on Tuesday, regardless of who they're facing off. And they could very well win the Stanley Cup. The Montreal Canadiens, after so many years. And how many
3: many years has it been since they actually won? 93. Oh, they actually won it. Okay.
0: I remember those days. Those days I was an active Montreal Canadiens fan. I was a huge uh, Patrick Roy fan and being a kid. Uh but I've slowly drifted from sports as you know. This is why you love me. Is it? <laughs> I, I think, think so. I know.
3: No. No. I, th- I think it would also be fun if you were a sports enthusiast. Why not?
0: I think... Well, should we get it to sports?
3: Well, you can. I don't know. By the way, to. let's
0: do this as a bonding thing. Because we're... we're um, hold my hand. Oh, God.
3: <laughs> hey, can you take this off? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry,
0: sorry. <laughs> don't address it. Don't address it. I'm just trying it on for, for size. I love wearing it. I feel different. I'm wearing my wedding ring. I just got it in the mail. I'm just testing the size. Making sure... I'm gonna go full day with it, even though I went all weekend last weekend wearing it, but I love it anyway, you're right i probably there's probably some studies down out there that says you probably shouldn't statistically They've done Studies,
3: you know sixty mm. percent of the time it works every time but we should
0: uh, get into sports. we'd be a fun sports couple. We'll have our own teams and we'll f- have friendly wagers and watch the draft the draft pick,
3: yeah. I can get on board.
0: We're doing a new tech. (laughs) This is very on brand for us. We're doing a technology cleanse now. We're always cleansing or quitting something. Well, me especially.
3: Oh, yeah. Don't bring, (laughs) don't drag me into this. Well,
0: you're you're often on cleanses. How many cleanses have we done together? A lot. Paleo, this and that.
3: Yeah. I like doing it. Yeah, me too. We just got the weirdest comment. Go ahead. No, I'm not even reading it. And this person needs to probably be blocked.
0: Oh, what is it? What is it? What is it? Ugh. Let me see. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a spam. We got spammed. It's not nothing... Uh, pers- I thought it was like a personal attack or something.
3: Personal attack.
0: Anyway, we should be a sports couple. Oh, no, we're doing a technology cleanse. That's what I was saying. So we're doing no phones for the first and last hour of the day. No technology in the bedroom other than uh
3: oh here we go i was, g- was going to say an alarm clock wow.
0: and uh no technology in the, no phones in the bedroom only an old fashioned alarm alarm clock that we have which woke you up this morning what was the song
3: uh katy perry it was like I it's accident- just not the right time for it <laughs> like I if accident- you're working out fine but
0: yeah, because they went off at four thirty, and I snoozed, and I went in the shower and forgot that I snoozed. And then I was—I could hear the music. <laughs> I came in the room; and we were all mad and discombobulated. Like, and it uh, was
3: like, uh, you know, when you have it in your head but you couldn't actually sing it. Yeah, nah, it's like a beach song. I kissed the
0: girl, and like, I like like
3: one of those, but that not that.
0: Um, I think it's the only one I know. But anyway, so no technology in the bedroom, no phone for the first and last hour of the day, um, and TV only two hours a day max, so that's two one-hour episodes or four half-hour episodes if you're good at math. And um, what else do we have? Is that it? Oh, checking our phones just at specific times during the day instead of just always checking with every single notification that comes through, every couple hours for 15 minutes, Jump on the phone and check. I think that will drastically improve our lives.
3: Yeah, I think so too. I think it was California Girls.
0: California Girls. No, I know that's just the same song. But
3: why did you do that? Now it's <laughs> out of my head. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I thought oh, I can't do it.
0: We can't play.
3: California it. Girls. Na, uh, na 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 na. Oh yeah, nah, I know that song. Nah, nah. Oh yeah. That's the one.
0: Something like
3: that.
0: I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it and I love you. Wow. Conan O'Brien ends uh, Left Late Night last night. He finished his final show. Sad. Ah. But he's going to do more stuff, right? He's going to do I believe a variety I don't believe I know, a variety show. For HBO um, HBO Max, he had a funny quote. He said, uh, Johnny Carson told me in 1993, whatever you do, as fast as possible, get to a streaming service. Best career, best career advice of my life. <laughs> get it? Because there were no streaming services.
3: Back then, back in the day. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, boy. General
0: for Conan. But yeah, last night was the last episode. He had uh, Jack Black on. And, uh, of course, uh, Jack Black always bringing his A-game no matter what. He's funny, eh? Oh, so good.
3: He's um, probably a fun guy to hang out with.
0: Yeah. I've got some... Uh, I'm going to play some of it for you now. This is Jack Black on Conan's last uh, show.
3: But
2: in all, in all seriousness, Cones... Cones? Cones. The doctor did not say that I couldn't sing.
0: He's uh, he injured himself because mm-hmm. they were planning this big bit, this big huge musical piece, and then he actually sprained his ankle the day before rehearsing. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he's singing a song. Oh, he actually yes. heard it while rehearsing. Yeah, he came out with a cane. He's got a cane there on his lap for anyone watching. You can see. I'll get us out of here. <laughs> hey.
2: You are my friend. You are the best. <laughs> Uncomfortable ship. So is Andy. You rock. You make us laugh. You are so sweet, like cotton candy. <laughs> I wrote this song today. That's why the lyrics. Are so shitty, <laughs> but more, much more than this, he did it cos away. <laughs> because-
0: I mean, he, he commits. No one commits like Jack Black.
2: He did it.
0: So, that was that. So good. yeah he's so good every appearance there's certain. just certain we talked about this the other day there's a certain talk show um guests mm-hmm. that go on you know it's gonna be good yes like i was saying how dave chappelle every time he's on he's so serious jack black you know it's gonna be a home run every time yeah and um and then conan of course Said his fairways I'm not going to play all of it But I'm just going to say some of uh, I'm just going to play some of the highlights From his address So they do The show is only half an hour now They do a half hour format And uh, But if you go on teamcoco.com You can watch the full thing It's like an hour plus I'm just going to play a little bit of his um, Here he thanks Andy Uh, Andy is by the way The funniest sidekick ever as far as that goes
3: now but what i understand is like it's all a goodbye but not forever cuz there's he's well, going to be well it's going
0: it. to be like once a week his show as opposed to big difference to, you know yeah. for 28 years he's yeah, been on five right. times a week or right. four right 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 um f- which is a like, an incredible run but it's crazy i don't know why like it just something He's the best I mean he's so funny and so uh, the the best kind of humor and and uh, responsible for inspiring so many comedians over the last 28 years but for some reason like when he got the Tonight Show the ratings weren't there so he got he got fired after just a few months and then I uh, went to basic cable and TBS and then then they revamped the show just last year to do a half hour. And then now, and they even had a podcast at one I point. I like he's
3: too smart or something. It's like he's too smart for the masses. But he has a
0: huge follow. I mean, huge, but it's still kind of 28 years later, kind of a cult following.
3: Because he's smart. He's very, very smart. I feel like that happens in stand-up in our world. Yeah. I feel like some of the very best comed- like the most famous with the most mass appeal are not necessarily the best.
0: Right. Because he's, yeah, you're right, he is just smart. And he's often um, touted as being the smartest and funniest in the room way back from when he was a writer on SNL and on The the Simpsons when he was just like 24 years old out of Harvard.
3: Yeah, like, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this. The fact that, I don't know, this might be a stretch, so whatever, just entertain the idea of it. The fact that Trump was elected tells you a lot about where the mentality is at in the United States, for instance. Yeah. Hot like take, that's
0: hot take Jenny.
3: Is yeah. it? I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like, um, people, there's not as many smart people as you'd think. Boom. I said, boom, it. look at that. Ooh, some people might be mad. I'm a, you Trump. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm a Trump fan and I'm smart. Mm.
0: Well, I'm sure there are, but yes, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, political, mm-hmm. to quote our friend Christine.
3: Do you purposely, like, when you go for the close-up, does that happen from you, or? Yep. Okay. <laughs>
0: you look good.
3: No, I was just wondering. Smoke show.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, there's a lot of happening here. The camera shots are changing the, um, whoops, that's the one I wanted, the soundboard, so let me play some of, uh, and again, I, I just uh, say the, the, he, here he thanks uh, Andy Richter.
1: You know, Jack Black brought up something really important. Uh, in another era, a sidekick uh, was someone who uh, sat next to the host and laughed along and uh, just sort of supported them. And um, they were great in their way. They all had their special skills. And uh, I, I, when I found Andy Richter, he's one of the funniest people that I ever met, And I put him next to me and Andy, I never said to Andy, you know, give me room, get, you know, you can't get the laugh. I've got to get the laugh. The rule was always, if you think of the funniest thing, just say it and that'll get us out. And he did it a hundred thousand times. He's a brilliant man and I love him forever. Andy Richter.
3: So 28 years they were, he's been the sidekick?
1: Yeah, well he was,
0: He was at the beginning, the first uh, incarnation of the show. Then he wasn't for a few years, somewhere in the middle, and then Conan brought him back on TBS. I can't remember when when he wasn't there, but he was there for a lot of it, like uh, most of, early on, for many years. Then kind of went on and did his own thing, and then came back.
3: Aww. Uh came back. You know, that's the other thing is for that to have worked so well, that partnership between them. Yeah. You'd have to be confident. And Conan seems like it's impossible for me to know if he really is, but it seems to me that Conan is, uh, he must be secure in who he is and isn't threatened if Andy gets the laugh versus him, like he just said. And that is a rare thing to find in comedy too.
0: Yeah. To, to share the spotlight. Yeah. For share sure. the spotlight. For sure. Here he uh, thanks, I think maybe his siblings. I pull this clip because he swears in it and Our it's always fun. Though. It's always fun to see a celebrity swear. Uh,
1: <laughs> quick, quick shout out to Lisa Kudrow, who I met oh, right this, outside.
0: Yeah, this story I didn't know. I guess Lisa Kudrow was a big part of him.
1: Are they a couple?
0: No, no, he, w- he does thank his wife. Little, I've got that uh, clip too.
1: In, uh, in, in, in uh, 1985 and uh, I immediately sized her up as like one of the coolest, most talented people I'd ever meet and, and a lovely person. When I went through, uh, when I started to go through the possibility that I might get this job that was, I must repeat, a completely insane idea. And nobody except Lauren thought it could work. Uh, Lisa, Lisa Kudrow had more faith in me than I did and she said, You've got to do it, you have to do it, you're like the only one that can do it. I thought she was nuts, but I wouldn't be doing this job, you wouldn't know me if it wasn't for Lisa Kudrow. So, big shout out to her. Uh, what
0: a little fun fact there. Now,
1: I'm gonna wrap yeah. this thing up as fast as I can.
0: And here, I think here he.
1: People, My siblings, uh, uh, Neil, Luke, Kate, Jane, and Justin, well, they big family. never ever were impressed with anything. <laughs> They just, I mean, would you? Uh, they, uh, no, they, I'm not saying that in a bad way. They, they just had a, uh, they always treated me the way they did uh, when we were kids, uh, which was shitty. Uh, I'm a fucking celebrity, man. Uh, they're really amazing people. Uh, they've supported me in every way. It's probably not always the easiest thing to be related to someone.
0: And finally, Eve, uh, uh, probably
1: the biggest shout out I, I got to give uh, is um, one of the most amazing things, or I'm going to say the most amazing thing that happened to me on this show is, uh, over the 28 years uh, of the various shows, of the various nine, uh, <laughs> was shooting a remote. And I, uh, I, I saw this uh, woman on the remote uh, who was an advertising executive, immediately fell in love with her. You can see... <laughs> You can see me kind of fall in love with her on on camera. It was the best decision I ever made in my life, including late night. I mean, she is the best decision. She's my beautiful, super smart, much smarter than me, uh, wife, uh, Liza. So thank you, Liza. And I'll tell you, this is...
0: I've never, see, never seen her before.
1: Yeah. Whatever people think of me in our relationship, they quickly figure out that Liza's the smart one and really funny. And when we shot the scene from uh, the, the Notebook where I kissed Ryan Reynolds, she saw it happen. She was there, she saw it happen. And when it was done, she said, well, that ruined both of you for me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Very funny.
1: And uh, because of Liza and because she's so smart and such an amazing uh, mom, I have uh, two, uh, just two incredible children. I know everyone thinks um, their children are incredible, but I've seen some of your children and they suck. Uh, <laughs> uh, my children are better, they just are, you know. I've really looked into it. You got some bad children. Uh, uh, Nevin Beckett, I love you. And again, you'll see this in 30 years when you start to understand about my career. Uh, <laughs> Uh, And then I'll just close with this one thought. I have devoted all of my adult life, all of it, uh, to pursuing this uh, strange phantom intersection between smart and stupid.
0: Sorry. Uh, He just wraps Um, it up here. I'll just play the end. And and there's a lot of people
1: that believe the two cannot coexist. Uh, But God, I will tell you, uh, it is something that I believe religiously. I think when smart and stupid come together, it's very difficult, but if you can make it happen, I think it's the most beautiful thing in the world. Uh, I am so grateful to all my staff and the fans in this country and around the world who have joined me in this really crazy and seemingly (laughs) pointless pursuit (laughs) uh, to do things that are kind of stupid but have something smart in there somewhere. And then there's a little tiny sort of flicker of what is a kind of a magic, I think, that's what I believe. So, uh, my advice to anyone uh, watching right now, and it's not easy to do, it is not easy to do, it's not easy to do, but try. Try and do what you love with people you love. And if you can manage that, it's the definition of heaven on earth. I swear to God, it really is. So, good night, thank you very much. Wow, so nice. Yeah.
0: Just like that, Conan O'Brien is done late night. So,
3: like, vulnerable. I bet he's gonna enjoy his time. Yeah, off though.
0: Yeah, he's gonna have lots of free time. He's been talking about it. So the, the that last f- ten, fifteen shows, um, obviously that's all he talked about and had like the guests that he's wanted to have on and and Bill Hader, uh, Martin Short, oh, so so many great episodes. And uh, so if you go on TeamCoco.com, dot com, you can certainly. Uh, Check it out. Mm-hmm. So there it is. That's the uh, Conan O'Brien uh, wrap up. I just wanted to address today.
3: <clears throat> Love it. Uh, so looks like we are at seven twenty eight. We see. Should... Yeah,
0: we see. Uh, I see that uh, Doctor Stacia Kelly is in the waiting room. Ah. Uh. Oh, well, we have a doctor in the waiting
3: room. Ah! <laughs> oh my God.
0: Okay, let's bring her in. Let us bring her in. Hopefully, everything te- on the tech side will work perfectly.
3: Yeah, if anyone, I know that uh, Wendy has a question here. If anyone else has a question, please. Yes, if you have any questions know. for
0: Dr. Stacia Kelly, please hit up the comments. We've got uh, Jen on comments as always, and she's here. She's live with us. Uh, good morning. Hi, how are you? Great, how are you? Good, good. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining.
3: Julian, this is Dr. Stacia Kelly.
0: Nice to meet you. Hi. Nice to meet you. I want to thank you for um, a couple things, but uh, namely for uh, recommending that we switch sides in our bed for a few nights. Ah,
4: yeah, you're welcome. Jen said you'd like that one. It's,
0: I, I'm a very weird person as I get older. Yeah. I'm getting weirder. Jen was. Oh, makes, yeah. Jen makes a point to let me know every day, but oh, yeah. I don't know why. One thing I like is switching sides in our bed. It feels like <laughs> you're camping for the night. I don't know. It's very bizarre. It's but good um, for your
4: back. And did it help?
0: It absolutely did help. It didn't help our relationship, but, uh, it, <laughs> it helped. Do you all, also all right.
3: offer uh, relationship counseling or yeah. is it only no, chiropractor? No. Okay. I can, I can refer you to somebody for that.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks for joining us this morning. It's early. We appreciate it. And, uh, I was just telling Jen, it was funny. We had a doctor in our, in a waiting room for a second there on the zoom. So, uh, roles cool. reversed for yeah. uh, a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it's interesting to have you on Jen, uh, speaks very highly of you and what you do and I'm very foreign to I'm very into chiropractic uh, things I've never gone I've never gone actually Well there's
3: been many times where he's got a sore back or a pinched nerve or something and I said you should go and see uh, Dr. Kelly you've got to see Stacia she's great and and he's I don't know I can tell this is apprehension so it made me want to talk to you because I feel like people don't get how awesome chiropractic is and how helpful it is. And, uh, I would love for you to share with us, uh, why people like what, you- what your opinion is. Okay. First of all, I want to start with this. What's the layman's, uh, version description of what a chiropractor is like just so that people can access what it is.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So we do so many different things and I think a lot of people think we just crack bones. That's not true. Yeah, we do that. It's not called cracking bones. It's called manipulation, (laughs) but we do do a lot of other things. So, you know, a lot of people aren't even comfortable with the idea of a manipulation for whatever reason, which is totally fine. We only work within your comfort zone. So chiropractors work with the musculoskeletal system. So anything involving joints, muscles, ligaments, tendons, anything in that sort of realm we treat. So we also just don't treat backs and necks, which a lot of people think, um, you know, I see people just for ankle sprains, tennis, elbow, um, TMJ, a lot of jaw stuff, a lot of, you know, runner's knee things that don't even have to do with the spine. Now, oftentimes there's an element of spinal, um, there's something going on in the spine as well. Uh, but I mean, there's so many different things that we do that people are sort of unaware of, um. And yeah, we do um, a lot of uh, education, uh, fitness consulting, nutrition consulting, exercises, tons of different stuff. So, I gotta be- how, how many years yeah. of
3: how many years of education?
4: Uh, it's eight. So wow. at least eight, so it's, you have to have a four year undergrad. Undergrad, I think actually uh, you can get accepted after three years. Most of my classmates in chiropractic college had done like a, a four year undergraduate. Uh, degree, which I did, and then it's another four years. And you know, some people do a master's in between, or you can do more education after your basic, you know, Doctor of Chiropractic. But yeah, it's a lot of school.
0: I got to be honest, and I'm expensive. I'm one of the people that for sure thought it was just spine <laughs> and neck manipulations. I I, I didn't See? realize you dealt dealt with uh, like as you said ankles and. Oh yeah! And, uh, oh yeah!
4: Everything. Yeah. On the See? muscular lever. Now you know. Now I know. <laughs>
0: Which is uh, the whole purpose of this interview. So that that's the interview. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks yeah. for your time. How is, um, how, See you next week. Yeah. How does what? How does one get into chiropractic? Do you, was this uh, something that was in your family, or did you just have find this, stumble upon this passion? Like, how do you choose? Seems- I, I kind
4: of did. So I went to Queens. I did my undergrad in health, and I was going to be a physiotherapist, or I thought I wanted to be a physiotherapist. I didn't get in the year I applied. And so I took a year off. I, My boyfriend, who's my husband at the time, was living in Ottawa. So I came to Ottawa, just, you know, lived in the market, did the whole year off thing. And I worked at a physiotherapy clinic. But I also did some research on other sort of manual therapy. And someone said, oh, you should look into Cairo. And I'd never even been to one. So I did some research and followed some, um, you know, did some shadowing and whatnot. And then realized it was super cool. Applied, I got in, I went. And luckily, I loved it. I love it, so it <laughs> was kind of random. But my brother, who's seven years younger than me, um, went to chiropractic college. I think I kind of helped, so it is in the family. But I started it. <laughs>
0: is there a rivalry between chiropractors and physios because it's often either one or the other that's recommended?
4: No, I don't think so. I think okay. now we—it's really about collaborative, collaborative healthcare instead of right. being—you know—I can fix. No, I can fix. So we like to refer to each other and what one person can do, the other person may not. So like, for example, I don't do, um, you might be familiar with the technique dry needling. So I do acupuncture, but I don't, uh, there's a specific technique where you can help to get um, knots out. I don't have the training in that. It's called dry needling. So I would refer you to a physiotherapist or um, say someone who needed help with their pelvic floor, a woman who had just given birth. Uh, There's a lot of amazing pelvic floor physios. So I would refer out there. Doesn't mean I can't help you with something else, but. You know, there's we know when to when it's not in our wheelhouse. Basically,
3: do you feel like uh like I I relate to? I just feel like females are a minority in chiropractic. Is that true?
4: Yeah, I there are a lot of female chiros. I think it's harder for female chiros because you know we have babies and we're self employed and like I have two kids and I found it's really tough because no matter what I have to take some time off, right? Mm -hmm. So you take the time off, you've got your whole practice built, and then it's sort of you're, you're you lose patients or you don't get new patients, and you start again and then you have another baby. And so it, it's, it's definitely more challenging as a female, not the physical aspects. Now, uh, it might have been easier for a big man to learn how to do adjustments in the beginning because they have more body weight. But um, for someone like me, who is not very big, uh, speed was the key. So they teach you uh, mm. forces, mass times acceleration. So if you don't have the mass, you got to be quick. And it makes you a better adjuster or better at uh, certain things. And it's a very,
3: Jules, just so you know, you've never been to a chiropractor, but it is very um, intimate. Right. You have to get really close to the person. Is there, has, was that ever something you had to get used to? I would, I would find that you'd have to be someone who would be comfortable with that. But 30 feet.
4: Pardon me? (laughs) With 30 feet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I personally am super comfortable with it. We always go over, um, all the consent aspects first. So I make sure someone feels comfortable with what we're doing and I explain what we're doing before we do it. I'd never just do anything without the person being aware of what I was doing. Like just all of a sudden crack their neck and then them freak out. But yeah, it is very intimate. And, uh, you sort of play off the person's energy to see how comfortable they might be, or they may not be. And if they weren't comfortable, they probably wouldn't come back. So, right, yeah.
0: Is it possible to only partially? And by the way, you brought up an interesting point where which I which I guess you never think of when you're not in that world. That if you take time off and stuff, then you might have people have people that don't return and stuff. The business element of it that you are running. In fact, you are an entrepreneur, and that you have. Because I, I just assumed anybody with a with a doctor. A doctorate just has people just show up all the time but it's not necessarily not all, yeah you have no. to work for it it's like
4: anything you have yeah, to build it yeah. it's a business I would, yeah yeah i would say it's 50 50 business um like treat business and then the chiropractic aspect of it and we don't really get a lot of that in school so that is a right. very hard and i think uh, people who are just all chiropractic with no business elements end up either doing more school a lot of people end up teaching because they love that part of it. But the business aspect of it is, is huge. Like from a young age, I had to figure out how to, you know, build a incorporation and figure out how to pay my taxes and, you know, put money aside for certain things. And when you work, say for like many people in Ottawa, the government, let's say it's all done for you. So there's a lot of, and also advertising and websites and getting your, you know, your, getting
0: yourself out there. Yeah, Good and I, and I guess you're right where they wouldn't necessarily teach you that at, at medical yeah. school because it's they focus yeah. on the uh, practical part of it. Exactly. That's very interesting. A lot of a lot of chiropractors yeah. um, I, I say that a lot. I don't know that, but I know some <laughs> that have uh, branched <laughs> off and, and 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 had careers like parallel with uh, in the fitness world after either yeah. with uh, sports teams or or open up some gyms. So it's very closely related to um, but I wanted to ask you when you were talking about you go with people's comfort level as far as uh, any sort of procedures, adjust, adjustments. Ha, is it possible, now this could be a misconception, is it possible to only partially, like let's say you're you're manipulating a neck, right? And you, you have the person relax and you, we've seen the videos online where you quick jerk of the neck and this <laughs> loud crack. Is it par- possible to just, have the person freeze up and just like partially crack it or hurt someone or injure them? If, cause, cause that's the way I feel. When I think of, of myself at going to a chiropractor, I think there's a responsibility on me to be as relaxed as possible as to do my part. So I don't get injured. Is that, can I actually well, contribute you know, to getting injured with my nerves?
4: Uh, an adjustment should never hurt. And so, yes, it is. I say First of all, you never tell anybody to relax because if anyone tells me to relax, what I'm going to do is (laughs) say, what did you say? (laughs) See, I never tell anyone to relax. So there's some techniques we can do to get the person's muscles to not engage is I think what you're trying to say. So, you know, like fall asleep into my hand or just pretend you're just like lying in bed. However, if I was if you're uncomfortable with a neck adjustment. I probably wouldn't do it because it would be hard for you to relax, even though you think you are. And if I set a set up to do an adjustment and I felt that you were contracting, I wouldn't do it because you're right. If the muscles are contracted over the joint, it wouldn't go and it would just hurt and it's not supposed to hurt. So I just, it's, and, and it might one day work. That you might not feel comfortable with it. So I don't do it the next day, but then I do it again the next day. It's sort of, um, go day to day and injury to injury and just see how you're feeling. But yeah. And, and some people I will never touch their neck or never do anything to their neck because they don't feel comfortable with it. And if you don't feel comfortable with it, it will hurt and it's, it won't work.
0: It seems so satisfying. I've seen the videos. It seems like, cause we've all had that feeling where your neck is just, and you just want to kind of do it yourself. Is it possible to kill or paralyze someone when doing an adjustment? <laughs> This, no. is, this is my okay good because this is, this is legit something that would go in my head <laughs> because you see movies where uh you know I they know. go up behind a, a person and, and the person drops yeah. and they're they're just gone forever and uh gone forever. and it's the same motion when you're lying on the table uh do, getting an adjustment so again these yes. are just like misconceptions <laughs> and stuff that uh
4: totally totally like,
0: like weird things yeah. that i think of and so if i think totally. of them i'm sure other people have as well
3: yeah i have a question from one of our uh loyal watchers and um listeners. Sure. She says, Wendy says, what is the best stretch for relief of a crick in your neck
4: when you slept wrong? Oh, we're gonna do a little demo here. I like it. <laughs> so uh, oftentimes um cricks in your neck can cause or can be caused from sleeping on your stomach most commonly. So you shouldn't sleep on your stomach. It's not good for your neck. You're basically like Cragging your neck for the eight hours you're sleeping. And also when you're sleeping on your stomach, it flattens out all the normal curves in your whole back. So we don't want that either. You want a little bit of support. So if you can try to sleep on your side of your stomach for the, that's the first thing you can do. But if your neck sore in the morning, you can stretch out your traps and then the, the, um, the back aspect of your neck by just holding for 30 seconds, hold, 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 hold do the other side and then reach your arm, your hand slightly back and bring it forward and hold for 30 seconds. Another really, really good stretch, and it doesn't seem like it's for your neck, but it is, would be just stretching your pecs in a doorway. So reach your hand out, get a really good stretch through here. Because oftentimes, because we sit at a computer and we're all rounded forward texting, our our chest muscles are so tight and they pull our neck forward. That's what makes our neck tight. So it's not actually the tight neck. It's that we're rounded forward and tightened through here. So that's a really good one you can do. But, yeah, just... um, being aware of how you're falling asleep and once you fall asleep it's out of your control but try your best to sleep on your back and your side and you'll probably feel
3: better yeah i remember one time she you adjusted me like on my chest and i couldn't believe how like sore i was on my chest even though what because sometimes when one thing hurts it's connected to an issue that you don't even realize hurts as much or yeah it's
4: crazy for sure like right now julian i'm sorry to say it, but your posture isn't that great
0: Right. Yeah, Correct. when I when I <laughs> I, know, I know when I do when He's I,
4: always
3: working on uh, his posture.
0: I've been wearing Oh, let awesome, me Awesome. Awesome.
3: I know you're bending forward. <laughs> let let me
0: get your opinion on uh Tell
3: him what he should do maybe. On, I don't know.
0: Yeah, like for, so, so, uh, for posture, like I'm obs- always obsessed with uh, posture, and I ordered these, uh, f- you see on Facebook advertised all the time, those posture straps. Okay, oh, yeah, great. Yep. They, they like pull your shoulders back essentially. Yep. And the idea is that you, you wear them for two weeks, and then you, your posture memory is set for good. And you're, you, I've been wearing them for a year and a half, and I still, I feel, do you think it's better, Jen, or do you think. It's all mm-hmm. like yeah, wh- like how do you improve your posture? Because I guess my question is, memory alone doesn't work. Because I'll think no. about it, I go, out and I, for I stand up straight, and twenty seconds yeah. later, I'm back down. So, oh. is are there exercises or stretches you can do to strengthen certain muscles in the back to help with posture? It's a big Well, one for that
4: me. The, the apparatus that you bought is is good for that you're trying to strengthen the muscles between your back to pull your, your, your shoulders back. And you may just be someone who has to constantly remind yourself it's not automatic and it may never be for you. So like setting a timer on your alarm every half an hour, just to say posture check, or just get up, stand up, sit back down. And you'll probably reset yourself, but it's not natural for a lot of people. So, and it's work. If your muscles are weak back there, it it hurts a little bit, right? Because it's like, you know, you haven't gone in a long time, you're going to be really sore the next day. So when you're engaging all that musculature, it can cause a bit of pain, but it shouldn't hurt. It's just like a like having gone to the gym after a little bit, but that will go away if you work on that. So do you feel like you are you got a little bit stronger since you wore that for a year and a Def, half?
0: I actually do feel a difference. Um, I, I, I feel... Cause sometimes I'll just like I'll force myself to to crouch to where I was before, and that seems like effort now more than more than standing up straight. So, but it took a it took many many months, a lot more than uh, two weeks. Uh, that's i But for sure.
4: how, say say however old you are, it took that many years to get bad. It's it's going to take more than two months to get perfectly fixed right i like so. your
0: attitude that's a good attitude you mentioned ch- oh, well yeah, Mar- mark
4: t
3: has a question so are chiropractors medical doctors a spe- is it a specialization
4: chiropractors are not medical doctors they're doctor chiropractic a chiropractor so it's not medical school it's the same amount of hours as medical school and a lot of similar classes but no we're not mds we're dc's
3: were you? Did you ever consider being a medical doctor? Was that ever a consideration?
4: I did. I did. And then I thought, you know, I wasn't sure about the shifts and the lifestyle. To me, I knew I wanted to have a family. And I think, you know, the night shifts and the long afternoons, long nights kind of discouraged me from that. Um, but so I'm super happy with my career choice. And it's Although it's hard when you're having the babies, it's amazing once you have them because you don't work full days, weekends off, it's great. Plus, you're helping people still. So, yeah, yeah not but, the same. But. And soft or hard
3: mattress is another question. Depends on the person.
4: Okay. Most people like, do well with a medium firm mattress. Like I said, you don't when you're sleeping on your stomach, all your natural curves flatten out. So the soft mattress feels super comfortable and great to snuggle up in, but it does flatten all your curves. And then you tend not to move very much in the night when mm-hmm. it's a soft mattress. So a bit firmer of a mattress causes you to move your body a little bit. So when you wake up in the morning, you haven't been in the same position all night and are super sore. So mm-hmm. I say medium firm most, of, most often. Uh, it's good to get uh, the coils in the mattress rather than the whole memory foam mattresses because the coils will never uh, disappear right okay. the memory foam over time can can dip and and lose itself. I don't um, love memory firmness. foam so yeah I find it, it
3: too squishy yeah yeah,
4: yeah it is squishy yeah. even the firm stuff it's because it's different yeah so you have to yeah fry them out and, and when I when I'm when you're purchasing a mattress I always say get one that you can return because mm. most Companies have a oh, have
0: an agreement that you can for a few months and mm-hmm. yeah. We uh, you kind of touched on it, but but I I and we've talked about this on the podcast before, but recently Jen and I have issues sleeping <laughs> as far as not knowing what to do with our limbs and like what's all of a sudden my whole life I was able to sleep no problem no thought behind it now I, everything's in the way I can't what's the best way yeah. to sleep.
4: <laughs> So what you don't want to do is put your arm up and sleep on your arm.
0: Yeah. It's so comfortable though.
4: I know, but you, your shoulder will not be happy and you can end Mm -hmm. up with numbness and tingling in your hands in the morning. The best thing to do, what I think is the best thing to do is, is lie on your side and hug a pillow low, So you're doing something with it and it's safe for your shoulders. So just, or something like a a stuffy, your dog, whatever, like hug something down low and you're less likely to, uh, um, you know, move your arms in the wrong position and more likely to stay there rather than flip on your stomach
0: would be would uh, sleeping strapped to the wall uh like an astronaut be beneficial to the spine <laughs> or am i just a psychopath
4: i haven't had a client try but you can try and then come <laughs> in and tell me <laughs> it's so funny because ken
3: just goes ken is one of our uh, loyal listeners and watchers he's like julian is slouching
0: <laughs> yeah poor
4: julian poor julian
0: uh, always under a microscope on this show. I'm not
4: trying to make you feel self-conscious about your posture.
0: <laughs> well, I've even tried to I've tried to wear the posture straps during the show. It's because I uh, we're we're renovating the studio. We have been for a long time. We're going to be sitting at desks and office chairs, but for now we're sitting on this couch and I have to lean forward. And I tried wearing my posture straps for like during a show, and it was so so tight I couldn't move. Which was an indicator that yes, my posture is uh, not not very great <laughs> when I do the um... yeah.
3: So, Stacia, I I am uh, I'm a minority in my fields uh, as a female stand up comic. That's really unusual. So. I I have a really yeah girl power. I have a really yeah. hard time after shows when I try to be patient when people are like, "You were very funny for a woman." Um, I don't normally find females funny, but you were really good, and um, I try not to lose my patience. But one of the things that intrigued me most about talking to you is uh, uh, promoting not only you, how awesome you are. And I want more people if they're looking for a chiropractor, even a change, someone new to to try Stacia Kelly, Dr. Stacia Kelly, you got to check her out. She's really, really good. But not only that, break those myths so that people understand, yeah, sure. because how do you not go crazy? very smart people that I really respect and love in my life have these misconceptions of chiropractors. And, um, and it would make me crazy because you went to school for eight years and work your sure. ass off and people still yeah. go, oh, chiropractors will mess up your health. They will ruin your back. That's Those scary. I've never
4: go chiropractor though. Right. So totally. That's the thing. Have you been to one? No. Well, how do you know? Yeah. Right?
3: <laughs> but you're so positive and you're so like, you don't care. It doesn't bother you. How do you s- remain? Like, how do you stay Zen with that?
4: I think you just focus on the, you know, the 95 people, 95% of the people who you want, who want to see you versus the 5% are going to knock you down. I don't think if you dwell on the, the people that are negative or say, you're not a real doctor, that's but so fine. so weird. Bad, but you're not a doctor
0: either. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
3: going to bet you're not a doctor. Yeah. That's so frustrating. Ah, where do you think that
0: comes from? Those, those misconceptions related to,
4: I just don't think people know what we do. And you know, years ago there were some crazy chiropractors and there still are in the States, like in, in Canada, they only teach at the chiropractic college evidence-based medicine. So anything that we learn has to have evidence and it has to have supporting documents, lots of research. In the States, there's tons of colleges and they don't necessarily have to have that, um, they don't have that rule. So there's a lot of different techniques and I think just what the media sees and what um, YouTube sees is the, the crazy of the crazies, right? And they're in every profession, but that's not everybody, and that shouldn't label everyone. Most chiropractors are awesome and very smart and very educated and will tailor their program or the treatment to what you need, right? Right, 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 so, right. Yeah, and yeah. and I might be great for somebody, but I might not be great for the other person. It's just like your hairdresser or your dentist or whoever. You have to find the person that's right for you.
3: Yeah. Well, you're. yeah, you've got it all. You've got the oh. – I, I always feel better after <laughs> – you're so nice and positive. So you have a positive experience when you see Stacia. She's just, you feel good le- leaving. You're just lovely. My mom goes to you and Thank she you. loves you. Yeah. My sister goes to you and she loves you. My mom, yeah. last time she saw you, she's like, geez, Stacia's gorgeous. Isn't she gorgeous? Aww. I'm like, yes, she well, is. She's good at gonna all. Go to
4: me. What's that? And your fiance
3: will come to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Ken wanted to ask, uh, and I didn't understand this question. So he said, ask her and she'll understand what I mean. Ask Dr- ask Dr. Kelly tens more often than thumper? What does that mean?
4: Oh, like a tens machine. So oh, okay. you know the thumper you Which one? The the um the massager.
3: Yeah, like the one that you can't yes, talk yes, when yeah, yeah. you're talking? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't
4: use a ten tens tens machine in my practice, so I say thumper. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Totally over my head that one. Yeah, I, I me don't too. know what any of those words yeah. meant, but <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm glad you could answer that 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 question. No, so, I was nervous for a second. <laughs> do, yeah, <laughs> do you think so? Can can what are the like common things that chiropractic can help with? Um, you know, like if if I if I pull my if, let's say I lift something in the backyard here and just twinge something in my back, because that, that's my the extent of personally my back pain is if I'll. Um, two t- two things uh, i'll twinge my back somehow and then i can't move for a couple days my lower back or i take ice showers in the morning and often when i go from hot to ice cold the back of my neck on the left hand side just like in my trap kind of i get that uh, twinge mm-hmm. is that something that you can help me with
4: yeah for sure if that keeps happening maybe don't do the such a a, a harsh transition but if It feels good. Other ways, go for it. But most often, yeah, I would say the most common thing I treat would be low back pain. That's actually the number one reason people go to MDs as well. It's low back pain.
0: And is it with stretches?
4: Wow. Wow.
0: Is it with uh, stretches that you do it or is it an adjustment or a manipulation? I
4: would do. So I always do lots of soft tissue work. So try to... um, you know let get all the knots out of the musculature first and then if i feel you need an adjustment i would do it afterwards but it's important to get all the tissues around the joint relaxed first otherwise yeah you'd get a great adjustment but it wouldn't stay if the muscles were just angry around it so again it's not just about moving the bones it's about making sure all the other tissues around it are are happy um so low back pain for sure headaches are a big one lots of people come oh, with yeah? headache yeah and what, yeah. what
0: do you offer for that
4: same thing, like a lot of musculature which are in through the neck and, and the base of the skull um, can get really tight and cause headaches. So, you know, make sure we're getting the most movement out of your neck and relieving the tissues. And just education on how to sit and what stretches to do and how not to sleep. All these things together can create headaches. Uh, people in Ottawa, lots of people in Ottawa, as you know, work for the government, right? So mm-hmm. a lot of at-ho- at-home workers sitting at computers from um, – from desks at home with rounded shoulders, so I get a lot of like upper shoulder pain just from postural stuff. But we can also assess uh, workplace workstations. So I can get—I always ask um, my clients to take a photo of their workstation, bring it in, and I can make uh, suggestions on how to improve their workstation so that they're not just uh, their posture is better.
0: You mentioned the jaw earlier. Is there are there any exercise because a lot of tension is held uh, kept in the jaw? Oh yeah,
4: oh yeah. And most people clench at night and they don't know it.
0: So is there anything you, you recommend doing for that?
4: Like, are uh, well, there any stretches? My favorite like, uh, one uh. is, so this muscle in here is called your masseter, and it's usually quite tight, especially if you're a clencher. So I like to take my fists and use the knuckle of my fist and go toward your um, ear and then back down towards your chin. And you'll feel as...
0: Oh, oh. shit. Shit. I don't know if that's on our end or not.
4: Right, right yeah oh yeah. Yeah.
0: sorry good. i don't hear anything yeah. yeah sorry we lost you for a half a second there. oh my gosh
3: no. it feels really good
0: but
4: i know right it's quite tight i bet yeah I'm through there yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. I, not during covid because of it i do a lot of internal work but it's it's um frowned upon during covid of course because you're inside somebody's mouth i mean i can still wear gloves and a mask and whatnot but tend to not do it as much during covid but um, there's lots of muscles on the inside that I would release for you.
0: Oh, yeah, in, in, right in the mouth?
4: Yeah, inside the... Yeah, yeah. I Very saw tall. that. Wow. I saw a clip
0: online. I don't know if it was on a show or, or something. I saw a clip online of gum massages. that You go to these places... I don't cool. know if it was a chiropractor I, or not.
4: Yeah, that's, I want to look that up.
0: And yeah, you, they just like uh, massage your gums and your tongue. And you just. I guess it feels incredible. You just lie well, there. Well, you like uh, it when the
3: dental hygienist does it.
0: That's very true. I have sensual experiences with my hygienist. He, he When he... When he, after he's done cleaning, he, he runs his finger along my gum line and it's, uh, <laughs> I he's, love it. He
3: says that it it's feels like almost awkward. Wrong. Like this strange man is rubbing his gums and it feels so good. And they have this moment where it's like, oh, wow. Well,
0: because you know, like, he's close to my head. So he's wh- kind of whispering. He's like, oh, good gums, really good gums. And I'm like, I, 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 I feel so good. I'm a big, but you're right too. Also, the uh, scalp, uh, full They're head. Washed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Jen, any, any other questions? Um,
3: just one last one. Um, uh, what is the best? We had a, a lot of questions for you, Stacia. So people are very interested in enjoying this oh, interview. Good. I just want to give you that feedback. Uh, Mark T says, what is the best exercise to keep uh, the lower back in good shape and avoid lower back pain? And I want to just add something to this question, that there mm-hmm. are things that we could do every day to kind of keep ourselves like... Like proactive, getting proactive and, but it, you know, you forget that's the nature of us, right? It's like you injure yourself, yeah. then you pay attention to it, but you don't pay attention when you feel good. I try to remember that. When exactly. I had, had a bad yeah. flu. Exactly. I'm like,
4: yeah. 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 So the most important thing to prevent low back pain is nothing to do with your back. It's to do with your core. If you can keep your core engaged all the time and your stomach muscles engaged when you're sitting, when you're walking, it's going to protect your spine. If you're not engaging your core muscles, the spine has to do all the work. All the spinal muscles have to do all the work. If you can turn off some of the spinal muscles by letting the core help out, then when you do, you know, go to lift something in the garden that's heavy or, you know, you do these little tweaks, you've got enough energy in those back muscles to help you out and protect you. But if you're only always contracting your back muscles, you're more prone to injury when you go to, when you're in trouble, right? Okay. So. Core, core, core. And it's just like a, a brace of the core. So if someone's going to punch you in the stomach, you sort of do. Okay. Contract your core and it's going to help pull your pelvis forward a little bit and protect your back.
3: Would planking help too? Like just yep. to keep. I
0: was just yeah. going to. Yep. I just wrote that down. Planking. Oh, yeah.
3: Because yep. planking yeah. really, you really feel like uh, you're strengthening sure. that yep. muscle.
4: Yeah. And you want to make sure you're tipping your pelvis under so that you're keeping a neutral spine. But if you're feeling it in your core and not your low back, you're doing it right. Okay.
0: Oh, that's good advice. Yeah, because mm-hmm. especially the longer you go, if you do a couple sets of planks, For by sure. the third fourth back, set, your yeah. yeah, your form is bad at, yeah. the, towards the yeah. end. Yeah. That's
3: oh, great. Well, this has been great. Uh, yeah,
0: we, we really appreciate you uh, stopping by. I know you're. it's 8 o'clock, so you're uh, yep. about to start your day and you're very busy, so we appreciate... Oh,
4: my, did my kids get up at 5.15, so this is not actually that early. <laughs>
0: oh, wow.
3: <laughs> Oh, that's great. Well, uh, don't forget everyone watching right now and listening to our podcast. This is Dr. Stacia Kelly. She is in downtown Ottawa uh, off of Bank Street. Uh, Her office is close to that Staples near Bank and Gladstone area. So um, keep her in mind. Don't forget. She is, I highly recommend her best chiropractor I've been to. Overall experience, just lovely human. So uh, check her out. And, um, yeah, thanks so much for taking the time to talk You're to about us today. It. Thanks for having me. And thanks I'll so see, much. see you soon. Have a great weekend. Have see a you good later. one. Take care. Bye. Bye.
0: There she goes. Dr. Stacia Kelly. That was great. Good recommendation, Jenny. Isn't she awesome? Yeah, that was, that was, uh, fun, informative interview. It's, it's always good to, uh, have someone like that on. Cause then you can ask all the questions. That you've ever had? Yeah. And then, But then I hit a point where I go, she should be be charging me for this. I know. I'm like, what exercises do you recommend for your jaw and your lower back? And what can I do for my posture? And then I'm like, oh, she's fully giving me a free consultation right now.
3: Well, that's why. But do you feel, let me ask you this. Do you feel more comfortable going now?
0: Yeah, I would go. I was not necessarily ever like super uncomfortable going. I just never... I know that you recommended it a few times, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. But I would, because uh, for me, she and she answered that question. It was that uh, can I f- can I f- fuck it up on my end as far as being too stiff or something? Like I, before talking with her, I thought for sure there I could do a lot more to hurt myself. But it seems like if I just go there and relax, I'm in good hands.
3: Well, I feel like it's it's like anything until you actually meet someone and see how smart they are. And how composed right. they are and how grounded and how they're like this great human. Then you're like, oh, well, now I've put like this face and b- brain. Like you can tell she's very smart, very informative. Yeah. Now it puts a whole other perspective. But until you've actually gone to see a chiropractor, a good one, you don't really understand.
0: Yeah. No. no. And we understand now. Thanks to you, Jenny. <clears throat> thanks to... Dr. Stesha Kelly.
2: Mm -hmm. Daily Dose, Daily Dose Get the news from coast to coast Daily Dose, Daily Dose All your news from coast to coast All the news and the headlines from Jen Grant
3: Here's your Daily Dose for Friday, June 25th
0: No, what? I just remembered I had both my espresso shots already. I oh like sa- I like saving one for after the show because well, usually around wanna, daily dose I'm like okay.
3: Do you want to have uh, maybe a three no, for Friday? I can't
0: have three for Friday. That's a slippery slope. Then I'll be having five, six.
3: That's what makes it a Friday One, no? two,
0: three. Yeah, I like your attitude. You and Stacia Kelly both have good positive attitudes. Thank can you. Can I? Can I? Can I? I'm so sorry.
3: What? Yeah, go ahead. Real quick. quick. Yeah, Stacia Kelly's great. Uh, Here's kind of an interesting story. I went to a chiropractor who was a new chiropractor to me, and to be honest, I never gelled. Have you ever been to a doctor, therapist, someone who I'm sure they're very good with other people, but there's just this like personality conflict. Like I I don't not personality conflict. I just didn't connect. You know what I mean? So with this new chiropractor that I was checking out who incidentally had great reviews online and everything. Uh, so nothing against this person, not going to say who it is, but I sort of happened upon Stacia as a chiropractor and then, um, felt that I I gelled more with her. So then I ended up going with her. Did you you know that story, right? Yeah. 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 I won't go into details, but (laughs) maybe another time. The details are funny, but yeah, the details are really funny and maybe another time, not so close to this interview, but, um, yeah, we should write that because that's a funny story. That's a really weird, funny story. Anyways. So here's daily dose for Friday, June 25th. Um, 1.4 one point no, four kilograms of fentanyl was uh, discovered by the Ottawa Police here in Ottawa. It's the Ooh. biggest, the biggest uh, drug, what bust bust um, ever in Ottawa's history. Uh, f- yeah, his name is uh, drug bust.
0: Sounds like uh, addictive boobs.
3: Woof, not wah, 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 for sure.
0: Sick drug bust. <laughs> I'm addicted to, it. yeah, you're right.
3: Woof. Woof. Uh, the person they apprehended is 23 years old. That sucks for his life. What? I don't even understand how people get into that, but his name is Admir, Amir Badaldri. So, Good timing. We
0: just started watching Breaking Bad again last night, yeah. and your first story is about meth. Isn't it great? Or was well, it meth? fentanyl. Oh, fentanyl. Whoops.
3: Same category, I guess? Whoops.
0: Is it? Um, yeah, I guess. Uh,
3: Derek Chauvin is facing 40 years in prison for the murder of George Floyd. Uh, today he's getting sentenced, and it's under the category, I guess he's got three charges, but he's being sentenced today for unintentional death uh, of unintentional death, whatever. His lawyer is asking for probation and time served. That's a bit under.
0: Well, he was found guilty on all three charges. I know. Third but degree murder, he, involuntary. the
3: sentencing though, the sentencing is today. Right. And he's asking for sentencing for probation and time served. Hmm. So does that mean like just probation and the time he's served so far? I think so, yeah. That's insane. As if. Yeah. Um, the next story was going to be about the Habs game and how the Montreal Canadiens are going to the Stanley Cup. But the other part of the story that you didn't mention was there was uh, craziness after the story, after, after the game, game, I should say, in yeah. Montreal. Did you read about that? No. People went a little crazy I, once I again. Imag- I imagine so. Yeah, a cop car was uh, flipped on its side. Like, what the hell is wrong with people? And tear gas was used to disperse a group that had thrown objects at a police car. Like, what part of, yay, my team won. Like, why is that connected with, I've got to throw this object at a cop car? How is that?
0: It's a very weird, people just freak out. They're celebrating. They go, I don't know.
3: So crazy. So there was 3,500 people were allowed to attend. That seems like a lot of people, doesn't
0: it? What is it? Whole twenty thousand?
3: Yeah, I don't know, but still, a third? That still seems like, but anyway, um, I guess they said that they were police were preparing for potential issues because it it was the sixth uh, Habs game. It was Sean, uh, Saint John Baptiste Day. That's right. So the patios were open. People had the day off. People were like, it's a
0: national holiday in Quebec. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and then <laughs> Wendy just commented, "Alcohol." <laughs> yeah, yeah, good point. So you know, on Fridays I listen to well, I listen Monday to Friday, Friday to CFRA in the morning mm-hmm. for just some news highlights, and I've actually gotten used to it being part of my routine now, and I like it. I like. I can see why people get into our show because I'm starting to get into that show. You're
0: into uh, Bill Carroll.
3: Yeah. He's yeah. off this week, so there was someone taking over for him, but uh, I enjoyed that too. But I do really, I'm used to him, like the Bill Carroll. I, you can see why, like I've never been a huge radio follower, but since I've been doing the Daily Dose, I have i like to touch base, and they, they give a quick highlight. You get addicted to talk radio. Talk radio yeah. is
0: a great medium. I'm a yeah. huge fan, obviously. Yeah. This is, uh, we do a show. Yeah. But, uh, and I was a Howard, I still, I'm a Howard Stern fan. Mm -hmm. And then I discovered Faction Talk 103 on Sirius XM last year or two years ago. It's just all talk radio all the time. It's such good programming too. good shows. And you, yeah, it's like friends. And you just, I could listen to people talk. Yeah. Forever.
3: Yeah. I like the quiet though too. I really like quiet. I need it. I need like actual quiet.
0: I just mean if I'm going to listen to something oh, like I, see. I prefer yeah, yeah, talk yeah. radio over music but in s- like, certain phases I like go through phases.
3: like listening phase. to stuff off, like you don't like a lot of quiet though, I find.
0: Yeah, it d- depends. Really? Sometimes okay. I walk around the house here or I do work I have one earbud and I'm listening to talk radio. But oftentimes that's for to get better at this. Yeah. It's like not work cuz I'm I'm just listening, but it's for research, how, what people are mm-hmm. talking about, how they're doing it, how they approach certain things. So it's often I gotcha. I listen to get better at what we do. Right. But no, I love I love quiet time. I love mm-hmm. downtime.
3: Okay. Uh, there's I'm not Cana- one of
0: those people that are afraid of their own thoughts. You know, certain people mm-hmm. that are like, oh, God, I'm, I'm totally good with that.
3: Okay. There's a Canadian basketball player named... Kim Goucher says she's been forced to decide between being a breastfeeding mom and an Olympic athlete. She's 37 years old and is not allowed to bring her baby. No. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That was a joke. (laughs) Uh, I I
3: saw your hand wander over and I knew you were going to do that. And I was like, if I keep talking, maybe I can stop him. uh, Why
0: so heavy? Why so angry about it? It's it's a Hunter Collins joke. A uh, f- funny comedian. Trying, hold on. Sorry. Can I
3: just jump in? Yeah. Because
0: often you want me to talk. Then I talk. You're like, I'm uh, rushing through. Like, let's not. Uh, he goes, uh, anytime I see. He goes, the the uh, breastfeeding debate in public is disgusting. Anytime I see a woman breastfeed in public, part of me finds it gross, but all of me finds it hot. <laughs> oh, my God.
3: The 37-year-old is not allowed to bring her baby, uh, who was just born in March, to Tokyo. Um, to the Tokyo Olympics opening July 23rd. There is a, she quotes, there's no family, no friends, and no exceptions. Right. Um, she, she pointed out that the international, this is hypocritical because the international media... Sponsors can travel to Tokyo and some Japanese spectators are allowed there, but her infant child is not. That's stupid. Canadian Canadian Olympic committee. It's kind of like what Stacia Kelly just said. You know, I think people don't understand as women are, you know, more and more gaining equal rights and, and entering workforce. I mean, I know that's been happening for a while, but it's more, it's growing all the time that, If you're not the one in the in the couple to carry the child and to give birth, and then it's not things need to be things need to change Mm -hmm. within the structure of of the workforce. Canadian Olympic Committee has appealed to Tokyo's organizing committee. People have told her to uh, this is some advice that she's been told. Why don't you just pump like mad? She has to be away for 28 days.
0: And what's her sport? So
3: basketball she says this is her quote i don't have enough milk in me to train as a high level athlete get my butt back in shape and feed her currently all while stocking up on a 28 day supply plus she has to be away from her her child too she doesn't even mention the fact that you know it's not the same feeding a baby with a bottle all the time like what's the harm of just having her baby with her yeah Uh, and then she can feed the baby, nurse the baby, which is very different too. Uh, they've, they've been forced to have to look into shipping milk and everything. And that's this big ordeal. Like just let her take her infant child. You can't tell me that it's really that many athletes have, you know, make an exception for that one thing. It's bullshit.
0: You're waving around that, that, uh, notebook and it's making the white balance go yellow. Oh, no way. Crystal clear white color. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Well.
3: Um, here's some, some good news in the U S uh, well, this is, sounds like it's not good news the way I'm going to say it, but it it is good news. It shows that the vaccine is working there, uh, in May, in the month of May in the U S there was 18,000 deaths related to COVID, which sounds awful, but only 150 of those deaths were vaccinated. That's very low. Hmm. I, I, I just have it in my head that if you're vaccinated, you're not going to die.
0: Like 150 people died with, vac- like, fully vac- That's Yeah. It's the same. You feel invincible. You're yeah, not fully. Eight, I know. So Because 800- it's 90%, so there's 10% chance you get it. You can still die.
3: Right. It's crazy. 853,000 hospitalizations in the U.S. in May, and only 1,200 of those were vaccinated. That's really low. That's still
0: a high number of vaccinated people that end up in the hospital with COVID. But
3: the goal um, of the vaccine was to reduce hospitalizations and deaths. Right. And this has done it. But people forget. Even more than they thought. Yeah. So it's really, really good. So it's becoming the disease of the unvaccinated so don't forget that if you're cons- if you're on the fence. Ontario is uh, moving into step two of reopening, which is very exciting because Ontario has been really behind in a lot of uh, the country and in the world. And so now we're going to be able to get haircuts. Uh, indoor gatherings have increased. So now you can have five people inside. That's going to start on Wednesday. And now we can have 25 people outdoors, which is... A big change, outdoor oh. outdoor performances and team sports, water parks, all that kind of thing are going to be improved. Shopping malls can reopen with restrictions, uh, and you know this. I brought up the CFRA thing earlier because I wanted to talk about the movie recommendations that often fall flat, but. The fast and furious Nine. nine oh is, is that's be a recommendation in. of yours no no no. it's not a recommendation i'm just telling you what's coming out Gosh. that's one thing i should point out is that he doesn't always recommend these movies he just talks about what's new for the so week.
0: you're recommending his recommendations well you know how,
3: you know how movies come out on fridays yeah usually yeah so the fast and furious nine is in theaters and in drive yes! drive-ins and he says that's awesome he says it's 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 not bad but it's you know it goes along with the fast and furious if you if you like that then you're gonna like this uh another movie that came out is called wolfgang it's uh on disney plus if you're interested and it focuses on it's a documentary very slickly produced documentary of wolf wolfgang puck who they tout as the first celebrity chef, the reviewer, Richard Krauss, that's on CFRA. Um, he says that he just, you know, that might be up for dispute because of, uh, who is it? Julia Child maybe was one of the first, but he said it's a lot of like, um, pandering to this Wolfgang Puck, but he says there's a part of the documentary that's interesting where he talks about being Wolfgang Puck talks about being a child and how he had a hard childhood and was always trying to please his father. And that, I agree, that's the kind of stuff that they probably should have focused on. That's what's interesting. Like, why is someone, why does someone become so big? It's usually because they're trying to prove something in their life, right? There's another, uh, um, another Liam Neeson movie. Jesus guy has a lot of movies. It's called the ice road. It's shot in northern that's Canada, and it focuses on how a mine um, collapses, and they have to uh, bring certain equipment to save people in uh, ice road trucks. So that's the whole process. Like didn't they focus on that? Mm-hmm.
0: He has a lot of. Didn't we see one in the theaters yeah. last summer? Like yeah, this it's peak su- COVID, it sucked. Yeah, lot, he's got a lot of movies.
3: Maybe. Yeah, he does. Sometimes I'm too much man for my own damn self. So that's your daily Dose for today.
0: Okay, Jen Grant, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Hello. Daily Dose, Daily Dose.
2: Get the news from coast to coast. Daily Dose, uh-huh. Daily Dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and the
0: headlines
2: from Jen Grant.
0: Some comments your daily
3: dose. here. share some comments before we do our song.
0: We started watching Breaking Bad again, oh, yeah. and I forgot one big element of the show that I'd never realized until I rewatched it. It's such a good show, first of all. That first episode, so good. that first scene mm-hmm. is incredible. Like, yeah. Good TV is undeniable, Like, and that's an undeniable show right away. And you mentioned this yesterday, so much happens plot-wise in the first episode. Yes. Uh, you know, he gets his cancer diagnosis, All so much happens. He meets Jesse Pinkman. He goes on the ride along with Hank. But one thing, because the premise of the show, you'd always say when someone asks what it's about, you go, "It's a, uh, it's a chemistry teacher that um, is uh, gets terminally uh, gets diagnosed with terminal cancer. So then he starts selling meth to support his family to leave something behind. But one small detail that I noticed yesterday is he actually gets that thought. Before he gets diagnosed. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this shakes the whole foundation of what I thought this show was or how I explained it to people. It's kind of like the Mandela effect. Like yes you remember and no, was- though.
3: Yes and no. He was really broke before anyway. I know,
0: but I, I always thought remember in my they, head...
3: They set it up where they're very
0: broke. They too. are b- broke the whole time. Yeah. It's very uh, cliche broke, too. Like she uh, She's on the phone, Skylar. She's like, well, I don't know. We should... We should have, uh, I'll call the bank, but I sent the check in the mail. It shouldn't be late. And then when he uses the MasterCard, she's like, that's the, I told you that's the MasterCard we don't use. It's very depressing, that element of it. But he doesn't get into the meth business because of his cancer. He I, think, de- he, I think it pushes him to the it, edge. Yeah, so. but he gets the idea first. Like when they're watching a bust, yeah. they're having a, a family dinner, cookout, barbecue thing, and Hank is going to be on TV as, because the DEA busted this big thing, yeah, and then you can see all of the money on the thing, and he's looking at it like a hungry, like like Gordy looks at us when we eat, like begging, like where yeah. it's just you can't believe it's food. You see Walt; he's watching all these uh, bins full of cash that they busted. These just shoe boxes he's full such of rolled a good up, good bo- and he's just looking at it and he's like, Hank, how, how much money is that? Like, that's that's what got him. In the news report was just seeing all this cash lying around. He's like, "What? Well, how is that? It's like 700000 And then another funny point, which would never happen, is when they go on the ride-along. He goes on the ride-along with them, and uh, they do this big bust, the the DEA SWAT team. And then Walt goes, uh, Hank, do you think we could go in and see the lab? Like, you would, you'd never ask that. You'd never be like... Anyway, but it's a great... Set- I don't know
3: about that. Well, I, I was thinking, uh, I was assuming that they would let you do that. Because really? What, well, what's fun about a bus if you can't actually I would see? feel like
0: I don't want to, imp- like, it's a crime scene, and you're just going to go traipsing around in there, like, looking?
3: Yeah, but they also set up that character, Hank. He's he's very, like, oh, oh like yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's great. Um, but it's such a good show, and he's such a good actor. Like, I feel so bad for him. Walter White.
0: I know. He's a like, fantastic. Like he's a pushover
3: in that. And he's just like this wimpy guy who like his brother-in-law is always like emasculating in front of everyone. And yeah, he's just like this wimp. And then that's why it's so like cool to see him stand up for his son who's disabled in that clothing store and and he that becomes alive That was my favorite alive. scene of that first episode. He becomes episode. alive. It's great. But, but Ken there's says more you're, you're watching Breaking Bad again but haven't watched Banshee?
0: Never heard of Banshee.
3: Never even heard of it either.
0: Might have heard of it but I don't recall what it's about. But uh there's a couple cheesy lines that I forgot since the first time because a lot's changed since 2013 since it came out. Like it's it's already it was probably shot 10 years ago. But there's two funny cheesy lines in the thing. One where...
3: 2008, uh, it was came out.
0: Oh, 2008. That yeah, makes more sense. because
3: that was the first year in New York.
0: Yeah, but it said 2013 on the uh, Netflix, but that was the last season. Uh, I just saw 2013 and just didn't even piece it together. Right, 20... It's a much older show than I even thought. But uh, a couple cheesy lines. One was because... Uh, uh, <laughs> Jesse is his signature and his meth as uh, the cook, captain yeah. cook is uh, chili powder and his thing. And he's like, no more, uh, Walt tells him, no more chili powder and he goes, you know the line? Chili peas my thing. Or something. Chili peas my signature, man. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> it's like chili pea chili And another pea. line that was so cheesy uh, was when the kids are making fun of, the bullies are making fun of his uh, kid at that clothing store and he leaves at the back, comes through the front and he like, I don't know how he did it, but somehow takes him down by just kicking him in the shin and stomping on his leg, and then he goes, "Old man strength." Yeah, old man strength. And he goes, uh, "He goes, what's the matter? You having trouble walking, Chief?"
3: I love that,
0: Chief. I just thought it was funny. I don't mind that. That's hilarious. What's the matter? You having trouble walking, Chief? Corny. I don't know. Just the writing that.
3: Oh, I think it's good. Chief? I don't know. He's trying What's to What's the
0: matter, like, pal? You having a hard time walking, chief? See, pal.
3: <laughs> Michelle said earlier, because you don't have inner mo- monologue, Jules, so of course you don't mind being alone with your thoughts.
0: Remember?
3: Oh, when? right, yeah. Quiet. Yeah. Do you have inner,
0: inner monologue? No, mon- uh, Michelle posted something uh, on her story a couple weeks ago about how some people don't have an inner monologue, like you don't talk to yourself you just kind of see images and it was this reddit this subreddit thing where people kept commenting on it one guy was like i thought they just invented like narration for movies like where you talk to yourself in your head like my car's dirty oh you like a voice in your head says i should probably wash my car i'll go get in the car and i'll drive to the car wash and wash it like inner monologue mm-hmm. whereas i don't have a monologue it's just kind of images I'll picture myself going to the car wash and then I'll do it. Like these images just sort of appear. And it's, it's a <laughs> bath, baff- like a, it's one of those conversations you can't wrap your head around too long. It like freaks your freak. And so Michelle put something on her story saying, my husband just admitted he doesn't have an inner monologue. He's one of those people that sees just images. And I said, same here. I don't, I don't have.
3: I don't know if I do. How would you know?
0: Like picture yourself just living your life thinking. are you thinking in a voice like or just images? What
3: do you give me an example?
0: Well, okay, you go, I have to work out and then take the dog for a walk. I should probably are you having that inner monologue with yourself in words? Like are you thinking in words or images?
3: I don't even know. It's kind of freaking my... Opinion. That's
0: what I mean. It's one of those conversations you can't think too much where I don't think thoughts. I don't have an inner monologue. I'm not talking to myself. I just kind of think things in images and then it happens. But some people have an in- images, inner... Images, huh. Yeah, like I'll picture myself working out, <laughs> picture myself taking the dog for a walk, and then I'll engage and do those things. In- oh, I think
3: I've- I have an inner monologue. Maybe it's a female-male thing.
0: Maybe. Maybe we're just too dopey.
3: Who? Men?
0: Yes. Hmm. What do you mean, us as a couple? I don't
3: know. Geez, calm down. Have another espresso. Okay, Michelle, do you notice something here?
0: Don't address it.
3: Get it off. I know. It's not right.
0: I you know. <laughs> well, I just want to make sure it works.
3: Michelle s- works. Yeah. Michelle says, like, I hear my own voice in my head.
0: Right. I guess some people will hear their own voice. I guess sometimes I do hear a voice if you tell me something, I'll hear that voice back as I'm doing that thing if you go could you uh i don't know could you could you go outside uh, I left some a bag of soil in the car if you could bring it up when I go do it, I hear your voice saying that
3: is it like this <laughs> Yeah. A thinking me. (laughs) 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 That's
0: basically your voice. That was a drop from your head. My head.
3: I feel like dialogue is the wrong word. Monologue. Because it feels dialogue would be like back and forth talking to myself. I think more I have lists and it's not really a dialogue. I'm not talking to myself. I'm more have thoughts,
0: but do you hear your voice? Do you hear a voice? Not like actually in your ear, hear it, but in your mind, hear it.
3: Hmm. I don't know. It's kind of freaking me out like to if, think about it. If you
0: were to tell me, "Oh, biking is so good for you," then I go on a bike ride. Oh, while I'm biking, I'll get that thought of you saying, biking's so good for," you, and I'll actually hear your voice.
3: Well, that's different. That's just a memory of me saying something.
0: Right. Well, it's narrating. It's kind of like my inner monologue dialogue. No.
3: I don't know. <laughs> Michelle said, "Not the same thing, guys." And her mind's being blown. <laughs> emoji, emoji, emoji. Hmm. Wendy has thoughts about her thoughts. <laughs> is, Whoa. It, we can really spiral. Like, are we? It's a good thing we're not on mushrooms or dropping acid right now.
0: All right. Let's explore the inner workings of the human male-female psyche together. Come along with me on this journey, won't you? <laughs> All right, Jenny. When I think things and thoughts, I don't see words. I only see images in my mind. I think of things in pictures. Because I'm a dope. I'm a doping man, I don't have a monologue, inner dialogue, or any other voice other than just random memories and pictures. I'm a psychopath, not a sociopath, it's different. Go ahead, Jenny, at any point.
3: <laughs> I'd like to say.
0: Remember yesterday when you mentioned sometimes we air our grievances through song, now you're just straight up insulting me, going through music, you're saying, "I I can't imagine you thinking of anything really other than just shallow stuff like a sandwich, I'm hungry, I need to poop, I'm tired, that's the extent of your thoughts. Got gut rot. Oh, I good. don't know what this voice is, because I don't hear any voices. All I see are images in my head. At this very moment I'm thinking It's such a weird thing That we improvise songs On the podcast And this has become A staple of the show Then I realize Oh no, I'm not thinking Of the words Or French the most
3: (laughs) There's a little guitar solo For the end It's wrapping up
0: Thanks to Dr. Kelly Thanks Thanks for for watching Have a great
3: weekend.
0: We'll miss you until Monday. Oh, I thought you were going to say until then. It rhymed. Have a great weekend. We'll miss you until then.
3: Hmm. Hmm.
0: Well, you live and learn, don't you? (laughs) That should be the name of this podcast. (laughs) All right. Time now for Jen Grant's OOTD review. Oh, yeah. I like this. uh, I think since he had a health scare, the blue (laughs) dye on his body—he's not been the same. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me give you an outfit of the day review. Well, you've got a sweater that's colorful. It brings out your energetic disposition and your positive vibes. Your clam digger skinny jeans say, "Hey, look at these sweet, sweet ankles and these nice calves." compliments your white shirt, which brings out the green in your eyes and the orange in your hair.
3: The orange in your
0: hair. Oh my god. This has been Jen Grant's OOTD Review. All right. Okay, just
3: quickly before we go, we're going to watch Banshee this weekend. Oh yeah? Sounds interesting. Ken said, I asked him what it's about. He said it's about a thief who saves his girlfriend from being caught and goes to jail. Oh my god. When he gets out, he goes to Banshee where he finds out she's there. Aww.
0: All right, okay. we'll check it out, Done. Banshee. I love having homework like that. Oh, and we need to finish Too Hot to Handle season two. No, I'm
3: not watching the rest of that.
0: Wow. Really?
3: No, do You don't way. think it'll get better? No. No, I don't think I'm gonna watch it.
0: Oh, I started the wrong song. Well, this kind of works as an outro. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you watching. We appreciate you tuning in. This has been our Friday show. Jen, I love you. Love you. So much. You too. Thank you for... Uh, smash that like button if you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe and rate and leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you have an iPhone that makes all the difference in the world. That one is a big one for us. We appreciate it. We'll see you Monday. It's not a long weekend this weekend, is it? I don't think so We'll see you Monday Enjoy your weekend We'll be watching Banshee Thanks to Dr. Stacia Kelly Thanks for Jen to Jen for the great recommendation Yeah, she's awesome We love you See you Monday Until then, watch your head A waste of time
2: I went to school Yeah, I learned